Hey guys, C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another episode on social compatibility. And by now everyone's like, where the hell is the INTJ or INFJ or INTP or INFP lectures? They're coming. In fact, the INTJ one is going to be coming immediately following this one. This is the ISTP one, uh, also known as the Craftsman. So just beware, I do them all in a certain order and I have to do them in that order and thank you for your patience. And I know that it's taken forever, but these particular lectures take a very long time to do because I have to calculate the algorithm and uh, get the list of the types in order and then I have to get the whiteboard ready. It's a lot of effort. These particular lectures are really high effort. So based on that, it kind of coming out a little bit slower. Not only that, I just started my new Human Nurture uh, Lecture Series, uh, Season 13, which is pretty cool. Uh, and I think this is Season 12, we're finishing up Season 12. Again, if you've noticed, I have a bunch of seasons. I have a total of 13 seasons right now, but each season is devoted to a particular subject, and I could add bonus videos or bonus podcasts to each of them at any given time, and no one would even know, right? It's just I'm continuing to build on the various content, so they're living seasons. They just keep going and going and going, etc. It's not about, you know, oh, this is just a, this season, this is complete, and I'm doing it in a certain order. No, it's not about that. It's more of each subject itself has a season or an attached season or multiple seasons attached to that subject for the purpose of these lectures, right? So that's kind of how we're going along with it. Also, for those of you commenting on the Human Nurture uh, lecture uh, series that I started last night, they, they were amazing comments, uh, especially the uh, talk about Jordan Peterson. I'm really happy to see that this audience is engaged with that and even willing to challenge me on my points, and I have no problem with that, and I have no problem debating those points out and supporting them moving forward, but I really appreciate it. I don't want this channel to be about sophistry. Sophistry is when someone is speaking and then there's like no feedback, there's no criticism, you know, like CNN or Fox News. That's sophistry, by the way. Talking heads and pundits, that's sophistry. Oh no, it's journalism, Mr. Joseph. No, it's not journalism, actually. It's sophistry. Maybe you should pay attention, you know, in like philosophy class, because then you understand the difference. But yeah, seriously. Let's avoid the sophistry and keep the conversation live, keep it real, and uh, I mean, if we want to have debates, let's have debates. No problem. Also, another announcement I'd like to make, I just started a Discord channel for csjoseph.life, and uh, I will also be deploying a Mattermost uh, server that links to the Discord uh, channel or Discord server, etc. And uh, yeah, and then slowly over time, as we roll out our premium member features and our memberships, uh, as people want to get memberships with csjoseph.life, they'll have access to the Mattermost server where I am basically every day. But on the Discord server, I'm not on it every day. And I will also be scheduling uh, public Q&A sessions probably about once a month on uh, the Discord server for periods of half hour to an hour at a time and then uh, going to there, whereas on um, the Mattermost server, it will be more common that I could do, you know, questions and answers on the fly, etc. So that will be made available soon as we uh, roll out our private members area on csjoseph.life, which will also have access to private lectures. Same goes for the email crowd. If you're on the email list, you'll be getting private lectures as well. 
and I believe I am going to be filming one of those tomorrow and then putting them out as well. So lots of new things coming for us. Thank you for your support. We are growing the channel. We're growing the podcast. We're growing the website. And as we grow and get the private members area and if money starts coming in, all of that money is reinvested into creating more content, more infographics. We're going to be doing mobile apps pretty soon. Uh, like imagine the type grid except in the form of a mobile app that actually helps you type people on the fly in a way that makes sense. And it's really useful for a sales tool, by the way. If you don't really know the application there, then I'm sorry. You probably should figure that out if you are a salesperson. It's awesome. I have had a lot of success closing deals uh, specifically because of typology knowledge. And it helps me interface with the customer at a more deeper level which is kind of cool with how social compatibility works because it's more friendship oriented, it's not as salesy. We'll talk about uh, salesiness um, at a later time in a different season, but yeah. Anyway, let's get back on track here. Social compatibility, the ISTP. The ISTP is an artisan, freedom-based creator. It's an introvert. Uh, it's a finisher, see it through type, uh, direct responding movement, all about movement, prefers people to come to them and keep them informed and uh, can work in the midst of chaos, but for some reason it's kind of hypocritical then because they also like to keep things under control because they have an ESTJ shadow. So they have that ESTJ controlling shadow, but then they have a movement ego and it has this like own little internal hypocrisy about them in that way because they want to have the freedom to make decisions while simultaneously controlling everyone else. And it's like, okay, hello, mister, you know, and I always enjoy getting in front of ISTPs, especially my former ISTP boss who was being very controlling and, and he had this concept of, oh, you know, if you want things done right, do it yourself. So he'd always interrupt me while I'm doing it and then do it himself. And it really pissed me off. Uh, but I had to be patient with him and just let him do his thing, you know, give him freedom. But then when he wouldn't give me freedom to do things, I'd call him out on it and be like, bro, I mean, we all know that you need the freedom to make decisions, but you're overly controlling for someone who loves freedom that much. Gosh, I love doing that to them. Just the look on their face is priceless. Ah, love it. Anyway, so let's dive into social compatibility for ISTPs. What is social compatibility? It is the functional compatibility where the cognitive functions come together and they are very uh, compatible with each other. If you don't know what that means, you need to watch my playlist on cognitive synchronicity to understand how the individual functions are paired up with other functions and how they have a positive, negative, electric charge, polarity between the two is more of like radio or magnetism, etc that whole type of the spectrum kind of comes into play because they are on their own little spectrum with each other and they're trying to meet each other and broadcast each other and receive and transceive, etc. So mechanically speaking, the cognitive functions fit together, right? Well, the same thing when you put a, a series of cognitive functions together with a type and another series of cognitive fun functions together with the type, it's like one big puzzle coming together and they fit in each other's slots really well or they don't, right? And that is where we get functional compatibility. Functional compatibility is not camaraderie. So we're talking about ISTPs, so they'd have really high camaraderie with fellow ISTPs or fellow ESTPs or STPs in general, right? Camaraderie does not mean compatibility. Of course, Socionics thinks that, but Socionics is like dumb and not really knowing what they preach. They're talking about camaraderie. They're not talking about compatibility. And again, duality is a lie and don't listen to it because you're going to screw yourself and your future if you totally go in the dualist way. Don't do that. I, uh, you know, to quote Mr. T, I pity the fool. 
So uh, that's not going to go. Uh, so again, remember, camaraderie does not equal compatibility. But we have camaraderie and functional compatibility because of redundancy within our minds so that we can at least interface with fellow human beings to get tasks done or overcome obstacles. Evolutionarily speaking, this is necessary for our psyche in order for our race to survive, and that's why we have it. So, but let's continue on to talk about compatibility. And for those listening on the podcast, I will now begin my usual naming off the compatibility of the types with with the ISTP so that you get that. So, starting from the top, we have ISTPs are most compatible with SJs first, NPs second, SPs third, and NJs fourth. Breaking it down another level, we have STJs at the top, NFPs second, SFJs third, NTPs fourth, NTJs, SFPs, NFJs, and finally STPs at the bottom. And breaking it down even further, all 16 types, um, you know, in order of highest compatibility to lowest compatibility, deeper friendships to more acquaintance and shallowy uh, surface level from a distance relationships at the bottom. From top to bottom, here we go. Number one, the ESTJ. Number two, the ISTJ. Number three, the ENFP. Number four, the INFP. Number five, the ESFJ. Number six, ISFJ. Seven is ENTP. Eight is INTP. Nine is ENTJ. Ten is INTJ. Eleven is ESFP. Twelve is ISFP. Thirteen is ENFJ, 14 is INFJ, 15 is ESTP, and 16 is the ISTP, yours truly, except I am not an ISTP, I'm actually an ENTP, but I say yours truly because this lecture is about the ISTP. So, because we're in the introverts, let's do things a little bit backwards, right? So we're gonna actually start with the bottom four most negative compatibility with the, with, uh, the ISTP, and then talk about the top four and finishing it off the top four most compatible with the ISTP. So, ISTP plus ISTP friendship. Is this really going to work out for them? Or are they gonna not be friends anymore? I would put money on not being friends anymore because it's like, oh, I'm smarter than you. Or, oh, I have higher mechanical awareness than you. Or, oh, you need to let me do whatever I want. No, you're out of control and I need to control you with my ESTJ shadow because you do whatever you want. And it's like, wow, you're such a hypocrite. But then, you know, that's how they deal each other. Or, why is it I can never make you feel good? It's because I don't care about how I feel. I care about what I think, just like you do. But I'm not aware that you do because I'm worried that you're stupid. Well, I'm worried that you're stupid. So apparently we're just going to have to stupid zone each other. Okay. I mean, that'll work. You know, it's like, okay, really? I mean, why would you do this to yourself? I mean, like, why? Why would you? Don't do this. Or, you never let me do what I want. Well, it's because I'm not aware of what you want. Or, um, I remember every... Why don't you ever remember anything I, I tell you to do? It's like, well, I remember playing well. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You know, it's like... Or, um, or why are you so soulless? Why do you lack humanity? The ISTPs are telling to each other. And I mean, it's like, come on. Why is this happening? It's because the ego, which is the top four functions, is trying to uh, get what it's looking for from the other person's ego and they're not and they have to go into the shadow or the unconscious side of their mind. And it's not conscious, right? Which means it takes a lot of effort for someone to think and bring those functions into consciousness because they have to fill their mental energy that is that normally resides on top and push it down here, you know, to activate these issues. One way that we could explain this, gosh, I love Naruto references. I'm out of my mind, but apparently, 
chakra. When you think about chakra and you have chakra that's you know stored in a certain area of your body, like the like most Eastern medicine would, you have to concentrate and you have to send that chakra to another place in your body to be able to gain additional capabilities or abilities from that point in your body. It's the same thing with your mind. You are using your mental chakra, basically, or mental energy. Ooh, I'm getting all voodoo now and freaking out the audience. Yeah, sorry about that, but not sorry. Uh, and you're basically sending that mental energy to be able to process what the other person in the relationship needs. And it costs a lot of mental energy. And eventually you're going to run out and you're going to get stuck back in your ego. And what if you get stuck back in your ego at the wrong time or the wrong place? And that hurts your relationship with this other person. Yeah, that's going to work out. Wow, maybe I should be in a dualist relationship, right? No, no, you should not be in a dualist relationship. Don't do that. Don't listen to the lies of socionics, please. ISTP, ESTP, very similar situation. It's like, why aren't you ever loyal to me? You only just do whatever you want, you know, and then that just pisses off the ESTP even more because it's like the, the demon is trying to eat the child. Yeah, that's effective, you know. Or the ISTP is trying to give an experience to the ESTP, but the ESTP is worried that he's not getting a good enough experience. Imagine an ESTP and an ISTP in the bedroom, and the ESTP is worried constantly whether or not they're going to have an orgasm. The ISTP is like, eh, probably not going to have one this time, but we'll probably try. You know, it's just like, wow, I, that's that's really going to work. Oh, and they're stupid zoning each other. You know, the ESTP is like, yeah, you're pretty smart, and the ESTP and the ISTP is like, you know, well, I'm worried that you're stupid, so I'm just gonna stupid zone you, and they stupid zone each other, and then they end up competing with each other, and it's just like, am I the better STP, etc.? It's it's not it's not going to work, guys. It's just not going to work, and they're expecting the other to be loyal to them. That's not going to happen. You think an ESTP is going to be loyal to an ISTP or vice versa? That's not going to happen because they both do what they want. They're all about willpower, right? You know, and it's like, you never give me the freedom to do whatever I want. And it's like, well, I'm not even aware of what you want, so how can I give you the freedom to do what you want if I'm not even aware of what you want in the first place, right? ISTP plus ESTP relationships is asking for trouble. I don't recommend it. It gets even more troublesome when you do ISTP plus INFJ. You know, the INFJ is all about what they want. They get very wanty, and then, like, the INFJ is like, well, I want sex right now, and the ISTP doesn't even realize it. They're completely oblivious to it because... Any trickster is not even aware of what the INFJ wants. So how is that going to work? It's not going to work, you know. And again, this is about friendship and I'm talking about sex and I probably shouldn't when I'm talking about social compatibility or friendship. But, you know, again, this is an ISTP and STPs have this thing where they're kind of more okay with casual sex than all of the other types, which is kind of weird. But, I mean, that's kind of how SPs roll for some reason. It can happen. So... Of course, you know, the STPs watching this say, oh, no, that's not true at all. And then to which I have to remind them of the ESTP virtue and vice uh, uh, lecture where the vice is nymphomania. And ISTPs definitely have nymphomania. It's not their primary virtue and vice because that's joy versus melancholy, but it is a secondary vice for them. And they can have nymphomania-based uh, qualities or traits if they're not careful. I, although they can be pretty chaste. Uh, given the uh, right situation. So, uh, and you know, and the ISTP is trying to make the INFJ loyal to them with SE parent, AC parent is just hating the demon, and the INFJ is getting super, super ragey, and the ESTP is accusing the INFJ of being afraid and having performance anxiety, and really exposing the INFJ's inability to perform on anything, 
even driving or painting or whatever, whatever physical situation, and the ISTP is constantly pushing the INFJ aside, just like, fine, I'm just going to do it myself because obviously I can't trust you to be intelligent enough to do it. And that really pigeonholes the INFJ. And it gets to a point where they just end up hating each other. Absolutely hating each other. There's some serious hatred here. And I mean, why, why not? Because there's a lot of interference here with the cognitive functions, a lot of traffic, a lot of traffic jams. The functions are trying to get to where they need to go. And uh, it's just, it's just, it's a total mess. Same thing goes with the ISTP ENFJ. They're polar opposites, you know, and the TE demons trying to reach the TI hero. Or the FI demon is being reached, trying to, the ENFJ is trying to reach the FI demon from FE hero. And the ENFJ is telling the ISTP constantly, you're a really, really harsh human being. You don't give anyone a good experience. You just do what you want all the time and you're irresponsible. And you make people feel like crap everywhere. And that's how the ENFJ just becomes this huge nag to the ISTP, constantly nagging the ISTP about not being moral enough, not having good social capability, being too harsh not giving people a good experience, lacking in loyalty on a regular basis. Yeah, that sounds like the great foundation for a great friendship, guys. Awesome. So, now remember, the lower the, the lower the compatibility with social compatibility, the more maturity you have, the more understanding you have, the more exposure you have to these similar types in this regard, types of the higher camaraderie but less functional compatibility, you can learn through maturity to actually live with them and have relationships with them and even be friends with them in these cases. But again, uh, it's not somebody you want to be close. You would want to have them at kind of more of an acquaintance or surface level or arm's length relationship, basically, instead of something that would actually, you know, be meaningful. I don't recommend that. So anyway, that's the uh, bottom four uh, incompatible or lacking incompatibility. Let's talk about the top over here. We're actually going to do the first one, ISTP plus ESTJ. If you want to see an ISTP light up, throw them an STJ, and they will literally be the happiest person you've ever met. Why is that? Well, because ISTP is very aware of what they think, and the ESTJ is aware of what they think, so there's no conflict. The ISTP is constantly committed to giving an experience to the ESTJ. Good, bad, positive, negative, neutral, doesn't matter, but they're giving an experience or giving sensations to the ESTJ. You know, again, the STP desire for, I mean, if, if, if this is like, if an ISTP is a man and the ESTJ is a woman, there's definitely going to be some doggy style going on, if you know what I mean. Uh, it's because SE likes to, you know, hit that SI pretty hard in that regard. And then NE wants to give what the NI child of the ISTP wants all the time. So the ESTJ is trying to seek experiences from the ISTP because the ISTP is very showing and trying to show the ESTJ what they're doing all the time and the ESTJ just loves being shown everything and loves to have those experiences and those sensations, right? And then the ISTP always knows what they want and the ESTJ loves that and the any child is like, oh, I just, I want to do what you're doing too, you know, or what are you doing? Oh, I want to do that too. You know, that, that type of thing happens too with the ISTP. The ISTP observes what the ESTJ is already doing and then they're like, oh, I see what you're doing. Now I want to do that, right? Or the ESTJ is like, well, I've had success with this before. Maybe you would want to do this. And the ICP is like, yeah, you've done that. Great. I want to do it too because they've had success and they just are really able to share at the super amazing level everything with each other. And this sharing just continues to produce additional synergy and they really have a great relationship. Not only that, the ESTJ is super mega loyal to the ISTP while always giving the ISTP all the freedom in the world 
to do what they want, and the ESTJ is keeping things under control so the ISTP doesn't have to keep things under control and worry about other people being stupid, you know. The ESTJ is afraid that they're a bad person, and the ISTP is afraid that uh, other people may be bad, and because they see that fear, the ISTP is able to reach out to ESTJ and make that ESTJ feel better about themselves, right? And it really causes the ISTP to be so amazingly caring, even though they have the reputation of being harsh. It's called negative help. When you criticize someone with TI, and then you're doing it because you're trying to improve them with your FE, your TI criticizing them, and then because of that, you're making them into a better person. It's a TIFE uh, axis, basically. And then, uh, and then the, the uh, TEFI user sees the value in that, and then they become more intelligent as a result, and they're able to change as a result of that criticism because they take that criticism. Yes, it makes them feel bad, but they realize they need to improve because they're falling short. Also, the ESTJ worries that they are stupid. They worry that they're not intelligent. And the ISTP already worries that other people are stupid. And the ISTP won't stupid zone the ESTJ because the ISTP is able to go and become a mentor when they go in their subconscious and mentor the ESTJ and make the ESTJ better. And the ESTJ listens to the ISTP and always gives the ISTP his day in court, right? And then as a result, the ESTJ is no longer worried that they're stupid anymore. And thusly, the ISTP is no longer worried they're stupid anymore because the ISTP knows that the ESTJ is always listening to them. And the ISTP is always critical about their own experience and what they are doing, and they are very important with time. It also it was how they look, and the ESTJ is very critical of other people's appearances and knows that if it opens their mouth, the ISTP will immediately change as a result, even if it comes to like changing their clothes. It's really awesome that way how they have that synergy. The ISTP is completely unaware of what the ESTJ wants. Well, thank God, so also the ESTJ is unaware of what they want, so they're not even getting in the way there. And the ESTJ doesn't give a damn how the ISTP feels. Well, great, because the ISTP doesn't give a damn about how they feel either. So it works out. There is maximum synergy here. You have everything across on the other side of the spectrum uh, for you know the ego to find what they're looking for. And they literally become this ultimate partners in crime uh, thing. The ISTP invents this cool new gadget or this new vehicle. The ESTJ's got to try it out and drive it, you know, and uh, and show what they can do with it. And the ISTP's like, okay, I see what you did there. I need to improve with these things based on what you just did right now. And they really can have this amazing synergy to craft the best experiences and share and the, and also and mentor others and you know and and it makes the ESTJ more professorial as they get older. It makes the ISTP more mentoring as they get older. They really can develop this amazing personal philosophy together and execute it together for the betterment of their fellow man as they get older and into like middle age and whatnot. It is absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend this relationship. And my, my boss actually, who is an ISTP, I am the ESTJ coworker that he hired and they are insanely close friends because they just read each other like a book and everything just makes sense to them. Whereas, you know, people like me, I naturally annoy the hell out of ISTPs, and I'm just basically auto-stupid zoned, and I have to work to th for three years uh, really, 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 really hard to gain on the good side of the ISTP to the point where they don't want to see me go. That's how powerful that can get, and it is worth it. You just have to allow the ISTP to mentor you. You have to uh, listen to them, even if you disagree with them, because you might be pleasantly surprised that what they're trying to show you or teach you 
actually really is true. You just have to see it in the context of which they're presenting it because they're not very good at context because they're direct. Both of these two are not really good at context because they're direct. But if you're just patient with them, you will start to see the brilliance in what they're trying to show you. Very similar relationship with the ISTP and the ISTJ. ISTJ is the walking library of Alexandria, and the ISTP loves that they can just rely on all those reference points constantly. The TE parent can tell the TI hero, hey, yeah, you, you are kind of harsh about that, but you're still right about it, and I respect that. And there's this, this level of mutual respect. I mean, ESTJ and ISTP, they still can't compete with each other because... The ISTP has an ESTJ shadow, the ESTJ has an ISTP shadow, and because of that, they can compete with each other and be like, I'm the better version of you sometimes. Okay, no, not really. You're not really going to see that in an ISTP-ISTJ relationship because there's mutual respect and humility amongst the functions because you have the parent interacting with the hero or you have the inferior interacting with the child. And they just know that the other partner of them is just better at those things than they are, and they're completely fine with it, right? And the ICP's like, I know what I think, and the ICJ's, I know what you think too, and I do it responsibly. I'm responsibly aware of what you think, which so it, so it, it works out. Or the ISTP's like, I'm going to give you an experience, but I'm going to be responsible about it. I'm going to be precise about it. I'm going to be very well crafted about it. And the ICJ's like, they really like to receive that experience because you're getting something refined. This is the refinement relationship, the number two relationship of the social compatibility for these types. It's all about refinement, right? And they're very refined in this area. And the ISTJ, while being afraid of what the ISTP wants, they do it like a little kid, so they don't not really afraid. Or the ISTP is afraid of making the ISTJ feel bad, but the ISTJ just doesn't feel bad because it's FI child. It's super strong already. It's not really feeling bad, and that just gives the ISTP even more confidence, you know? And uh, the ISTP is worried that the ISTJ might be stupid or not verifying what they know, but the ISTJ is so critical with what they know, they already are doing the verifying, so the ISTP doesn't have to have worry about that anymore. And uh, the ISTJ is like, well, I'm really loyal to the ISTP. I'm, I'm, what, uh, I'm worried that the ISTP may not be loyal to me, but the ISTP is so critical towards their own sense of loyalty that because of that, they're not going to be disloyal to the ISTJ, and that really keeps these two together. It's fantastic to watch. It's absolutely fantastic. And then the ISTJ is not aware of how the ISTP feels, so there's no conflict there because the ISTP doesn't give a damn how it feels. The ISTP is unaware of what the ISTJ wants, but the ISTJ doesn't really care what they want anyway because they do what they should. They're very duty-based. They're not willpower-based, so that works out really well here. This relationship is absolutely fantastic, and I recommend it for ISTPs and ISTJs. Next, we have the ISTP and the ENFP, right? So this is number three in social compatibility for the ISTP. And uh, wow, it gets, uh, gets pretty interesting here. The child is interfacing with the hero, and the hero is interfacing with the child from the ENFP to ISTP. And it can really create a lot of personal growth. Uh, FE inferior sometimes is afraid of making FI uh, inferior feel bad, but just has so much feeling that the ISTP gets so overwhelmed and they just... They really, really buy into the whole, my ENFP friend is so principled and such a good man that they end up wearing rose-colored glasses and don't really see the ENFP's depravity for what it is. One of the reasons for that is because ISTPs have NE trickster. They're not aware of the intentions of other people, especially people's dark intentions. And ENFPs are all about dark intentions at times, especially when they're in their depraved vice instead of being charitable in their virtue. 
So the ISTP ends up looking at the ENFP with rose-colored glasses. And funnily enough, this is extremely common for marriages. Uh, again, the number three slot for social compatibility, for some reason, people just get married there. And this is super common. I also know a few ISTPs with INFPs, but not as much as ISTP plus ENFP. It is unbelievable, especially like when they're starting a business together. It could be like a man and a woman getting starting a business together and then all of a sudden you find out that they're married and it's like, whoa, how did that happen? You know what I mean? And the ENFP is supposedly managing everything while they're sitting in the office, kicked back, supposedly doing paperwork when in reality they're just looking busy while the ISTP is completely slaving away. But the ISTP is happy to do it because they want to make their ENFP feel good. They want their, uh, their uh, and they know that they're, uh, um, that they think highly of their ENFP and their ENFP gets off on that because the, the TI hero is thinking high of the, highly of the child, etc. And uh, and the ISTP knows they're making the ENFP feel good, so they're getting that recognition that they really crave. Although the ISTP is getting plenty of recognition from ESTJ and ICJ because they're always saying, hey, I appreciate everything you do for me. The ENFP kind of does that sometimes, kind of don't because they have epicritic. But the ENFP doesn't really have to worry about the ISTP having like, you know, ethical problems because they're so afraid of not being ethical enough for the ENFP and it really causes the ENFP to feel worthy. ENFPs feel worthy around ISTPs because the ISTP is trying to mentor, you know, with their ENFJ subconscious, mentor the advocate, mentor the ENFP, and then they end up feeling worthy and that's why they just love being on ISTPs. And eventually they'll come to realize that ISTPs aren't aware of other people's intents and then the ENFP will start to protect them right? Especially when the ENFP is not in depraved mode and they're being charitable, they will start to protect the ISTP from being taken advantage of because they're like, wow, I've taken advantage of this person for like many years now, potentially, and I'm glad they're not even aware of the fact that I've been able to take advantage of them at certain times. But that means other people could do it too. So I have to protect them because I actually care about them. I care about my ISTP friend. I have to protect him from these people taking advantage of him. And it is really amazing to watch. ISTPs can really grow the ENFP and make the ENFP a better person and keep them charitable and keep them out of their depravity. It is amazing to watch. And I recommend this relationship big time. ISTP and INFP, uh, it is a really good relationship. They're able to get everything they need from their ego. Just the one caveat about this one is that the inferior function is engaging with the hero function. So if they are less mature, it's probably not going to work out as easier as the other of the three that we've talked about so far. It's because of insecurity. And the ISTP could over-criticize in the eyes of the INFP. There's no such thing as over-criticism, to be honest, because of how TI is. It's all about logos. But it can hurt the ethos or the belief system of the INFP, and they can take it so personally, it could create hatred. So if these two are both immature, they actually could end up hating each other, but if they're very mature and patient with each other, uh, then they'll realize that as long as they're patient, everything will work out, right? And they just have to be willing to wait and they have to be willing to, co to, to communicate. You know, an FE inferior always wants to make FI hero feel good. And it also can overwhelm the ISTP as well. And the ISTP, who is very diligent, can judge the INFP for being lazy and that could be an issue. Or simultaneously, INFP could end up judging the ISTP as overly critical and not a friendly person or someone who is soulless, etc. So that those are the risks. However, they can work together because the INFP gives the ISTP full freedom to do whatever they want, and the ISTP is enjoying the loyalty from the INFP, 
and uh, will stay loyal to the INFP indefinitely. And the INFP loves getting the good experiences from the ISTP, etc. But the key here is communication. As long as these two types communicate, they'll be able to have a fantastic relationship. Again, one that I recommend for you know friends. So anyway, that concludes uh, this uh, episode in, I believe, season 12. Uh, what types are socially compatible <coughs> with ISTPs? <coughs> it's kind of hard to breathe in here. We just were uh, cooking recently, so it's kind of smoky, if you know what I mean. So anyway, if you found this lecture useful, educational, helpful, or enlightening, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube and on the podcast and leave a like and a comment while you're at it. Uh, if you have any questions about ISTPs or their compatibility, leave it in the comment section. I'll do my best to answer your uh, questions or comment along with you. I read every single comment on this channel, every one of them. And uh, so just be aware of that. I am always watching, I'm always listening. And also don't forget to click the link at the bottom or within the description if you want to join our Discord server and keep the conversation going on a 24-7 basis, etc. Uh, that would be fantastic. And uh, also, I, again, I have another backlog of emails. Thank you for your patience. There is a ton of emails to go through. And I, I, it's getting to the point where... Uh, I could do nothing but emails all day long. So just be aware that uh, a lot of what I'm doing takes a lot of effort and I have a day job too and I have responsibilities as a father so I may not be able to get to your emails as fast as I get to comments. But just know that I am getting there and I will get to them. And thank you for your patience. I really appreciate it. So anyway, with all that being said, I got a lot more of these to shoot. So I'll see you guys tonight.